Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I'm your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you will be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I'd like to introduce our guest today. His name is Matt Wandersee with the Brooks team at Remax Four Corners. Welcome, Matt. Thank you for joining, and how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. So a little background with Matt and I, him and his wife, Shelly, and then Shelly's sister, Christy, and Corey were my first friends when I moved to McKinney. Yep. Oh, how long ago was that? We've been uh, 17 years, so. 2012. No, 2011, because yeah. it was when uh, Christy was pregnant with Brooke and I was pregnant with Morgan. Yeah, that's crazy. That's We've been crazy. here since, well, no, going on 17 years. We've been here since 05. 05. Dang, yeah. It's been a long time. Old. I know, right? Um. <laughs> So, and you're also my first Dallas, well, Dallas area DFW agent. On. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So cool. I don't want to give you too much of a bigger head, but just to let you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't so know. I, it can swell up. I don't have that much room on the Zoom screen. So no, and not in that only little spot that your Shelly let you decorate for yourself. Yeah, so. exactly. my little my little cubicle up here. Um, I, one of the reasons I wanted you on here is because I think your story of how you became an agent is really cool. And I feel like it's really relatable to everyone. And I remember when you first started being an agent. So do you want to just kind of give it an overview? You were a teacher and then. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved here, like I said, in 05, uh, right out of college. I, um, uh, played football at a little division two school in Minnesota. And I, you know, majored in history and was like, what am I going to do? I want to keep doing football stuff. So I'm going to teach and coach. Cause that was, I mean, that was the option. So, um, up North, the teachers didn't get paid. I mean, the teachers don't get paid that much here either, but they really don't get paid that much up there. Um, and I was just really tired of being cold. So, I interviewed everywhere south and um, got uh, an offer here and and it was actually in Carrollton and um, I had never never been to Dallas and so I asked them if I could come down and check it out. I flew in in February and so I left like 10 below zero in Minneapolis and landed here in like 85 and the kids were at the school were on a field trip to the community pool so I was like this could be okay. So yeah, I took the position. I moved here not knowing a soul. I had like a dollar in my bank account. I had a little like insect infested apartment in Louisville. Um, It was kind of rough. I think I, I lost like 50 pounds in the first like quarter of the school because I was eating like chips and salsa and whatever the lunch ladies would give me. And (laughs) When I made it, I also met my wife. Uh, she coached mm-hmm. and taught. Uh, she did cheer in English at the same school, so we met each other there, um, and uh, you know, rocked and rolled on that for about five years. We bought our first home up here in McKinney after we got married, and uh, the commute started getting a little long, and um, we decided to start a family. So there was no way we could commute and have kids at the same time. So we. Um, settled back in in McKinney ISD which is where she's still teaching that's where I taught for five years and that's where I started my real estate career um once the uh, first kid came it was still a whirlwind um still doing three sports still you know going 90 hours a week 
um, burning the candle at both ends. And uh, then kid number two came 18 months later, my son. And uh, I remember I left on a Thursday morning for practice, um, got home because we had a JV game that night, got home at like midnight or whatever. Uh, got up the next day for Friday practice. So I still hadn't seen my kids awake yet. Um, and then had to leave to go to a game in Texarkana, te uh, Texas, to go scout Texas High for the um, for the high school, McKinney North High School. And so I left here at one o'clock in the afternoon. We finished the game somewhere around 1231 o'clock. And then I don't know if you know where Texarkana is, but it's, it's like a good five hour drive away. And I remember calling the head coach and saying, coach, we're beat, you know, I'll pay for the room. I don't care, but can we spend the night? And then, you know, get back early in the morning and file the scouting report. And he told us, no, we needed it tonight. And so I got back that night. I think we finished everything at like 3, 3.30 in the morning. Then we had to be back up at school at nine o'clock. So I hadn't seen my kids at that point. When I finally got home midday Saturday, I hadn't seen them awake since third or sorry, since Wednesday afternoon. So I was like, kind of tired of this and um and you were miserable I mean I was just it was I mean, so I, much I remember you being gone because like you had it was a Wednesday Thursday Friday football games and then you had that mm -hmm. scouting I remember like you hardly being able to like go to like the pool with us and when you did you were just so exhausted tired, yeah just exhausted and missing out on a ton of stuff and mm -hmm. my kids were you know they were just little then and I can remember like sitting and looking at a video on my phone on a Sunday one day and looking back and going, God, I don't, it was like me and my daughter jumping in puddles in the rain out in front of our house. And I was like, I, I completely had forgotten about that. And it was only like a month or so before and it was gone from my brain because I was so tired. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, you know, I just, this is, things have changed since these kids came. And I was, I mean, I went from being coach of the year of the school district mm -hmm. to now I just want to be watching like bubble guppies on the couch with the kids. So I knew <laughs> It wasn't that anybody did anything wrong. And I mean, I know that there's still coaches that figure out a way to balance that, you know, that life with their family and everything. But I it just, for me, I was like, you know, I thought I was going to be the you know next NFL coach, but I, once the kids came, it was, wasn't a priority. It just went away. And then you can't, you can't teach and coach and have it not be, you know, a priority number one in your brain, because then you're just starting to fake it. And then that doesn't work for teaching and coaching. You have to be, you know, at the top of your game all the time. So I was like, I, I need to figure out an exit strategy, figure out something to do um, that can either, you know, supplement this coaching income that I have or just completely get me out of it a hundred percent. And so I'd always, always, you know, in my entire life, like just loved real estate. I was like, you know, like how everybody is the HGTV dork and <laughs> always looking on like realtor.com and just like, even when I wasn't in the market for a house, I was looking at houses and going to open houses. And I just liked it. I was like, man, I could, I bet I could do that. I always thought about it. So I reached out to my partner, Patricia. That's who the team is named after. Her name is Patricia Brooks. She was our realtor. We met her at an open house. She helped us buy our first house. She helped. So that was the other thing is I knew I was going to be a referral machine because I gave her like a hundred referrals in the first three years and knowing her um, because she did such a good job. She was so amazing. And so I just said, Hey, uh, you know, I'm thinking about possibly getting my license. Um, would you be, I, I don't, I don't want to go into this just not knowing and trying to figure it out on my own. I want to, I want to, you know, learn from somebody who's done it at a high level for a long time. She'd been doing it since, I mean, she managed the top producing brokerage in the nation in New York 
back in the 70s. And so she, wow. I mean, she's, she knows everything, everything there is to know. I mean, there's nothing that she hadn't, hadn't done at the time that I met her. And I'm like, that's the person I'm going to learn it from. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I'm some sort of genius. I'm just going to find somebody who does it right and copy them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, I asked her, she agreed and took me on and I got my license. I started, it was still, this was the dumb thing. I started it at the end of the summer, right before two a day started. So that, you know, probably two, three week, four week course ended up taking me until Thanksgiving to finish because I had football season to deal with in between there. Um, and so got licensed. Funny thing is, and this, I don't know, I'm, I, I, I might regret saying this, but you know, we, uh, we're one of the highest producing teams now in, in uh, McKinney in DFW and I'm the team lead and I failed the licensure test the first time I took it it was like the first test I think I failed in I don't know how long so no I'm glad you said that because sometimes people make it like it frustrates me when people aren't like real you know how I'm very like a you know me like I'm like real just be real about it and I think that's great that's not me no I tell all my agents no I know you join us I'm like don't worry it's you know, it's, it's the one hurdle you have to get past and I'll teach you how to do everything else after that because mm-hmm. 98% of that stuff that was on that test, I don't think I've ever used. There's a whole, everyone says that there's a whole section called real estate math. Never used it ever, ever. And that was <laughs> made me fail because I'm a, I'm a bit slow at the math. So you're a history major. I mean, come on now. Exactly. That's the reason I used to tell people all my kids, all that all the time. I said, you have to go down the math teacher. Don't ask me about your grade. Uh, the computer is the only one that figures that out. I'm a history teacher for a reason. So. I when COVID hit, and it was Maddie was in third grade at the time. I had to help her do her third grade math. I was like, I would fail third grade math right now. I had to, <laughs> to, to, to satisfy my liberal studies in college. I had to take one math class. It was called Intro to Math, and I got a C minus because I hey, copied. Hey, C's get degrees. Girl, girl sitting next to me let me copy off for the entire semester and that was the only <laughs> reason I didn't plunk out. It was only C I got in college. Intro to math, baby. Uh, <laughs> I think they had it outside like at a picnic table or something and then like, you know, you know, like one day maybe we helped the professor move or something like that. It was just something ridiculous. It wasn't much of a class and I barely passed it. So That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then I got my license. Uh, at first, when I started, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this, you know, because I went and I had, I, I said, I'm, I, I think I want to be done coaching through my principal. And thankfully, because the way that um, coaching jobs are in, at least in the, you know, the Metroplex, they're usually tied to your position. So it's like you are a teacher and coach together. You have two contracts that you sign. So I, uh-huh. I was kind of nervous because they actually had to fire me. So they fired me and then they rehired me on the same day. <laughs> And so it was kind of interesting. Like I had to sign a resignation and then sign your off. Yeah. Principal and then he backs it over. And then I'm like, we both sat in the office back over my position without. And then I signed that as fast as I could uh, and, and got back on board. And so then I went to just teaching history alone and doing real estate, um, you know, on the weekends and then uh, all of our breaks and everything. And that was, I was like, yeah, if I can sell one or two houses a year, then mm-hmm. that's all that, you know, that'll, more than supplement my coaching income. Well, I got going in the first year, I think I sold like 6 million, which was pretty good for being, you know, part-time. And I was like, holy cow, I really like this a lot. Yeah. Well, I remember like we would talk, um, 
<laughs> and we would talk about this all the time. I'm like, how are you able to show houses? Because sometimes people, I remember you telling me people would want to see houses during the time that you were teaching. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, how so did you make? We never, this- her and I, so that was another thing that was awesome. Her and I, we formed the team, but it was really just the two of us. So we didn't have anybody extra. It was just us two. And um, we made the decision up front to begin with that I was never going to be considered a part-timer, even though technically I was a part-time agent. So she was always going to be available to show if I needed to show and it was during school hours or take a call if I couldn't answer when I was in, um, you know, class or whatever, because I didn't want to be labeled with that part-time stigma. And I mean, again, like I said, I started out as a part-timer, but you just... I didn't want to be the stereotypical part-timer where, you know, it's like, oh, I can only take your call before 9 a.m. and after 5 p.m. because I'm at my job. Um, I wanted this to eventually, I thought, you know, once I got going, I I really was like, I think this is going to be my career. So I really then focused like, hey, I'm never going to be (coughs) considered the (coughs) stereotypical part-timer. I wanted to do full-time professional service with, you know, um, even though, even though I, I wasn't technically doing it, you know, full time. Um, so she was, she would be the one that do, that would do that. I, if I got a call and I recognized that it was one of my clients, I would instantly text them as fast as I could, you know, maybe during the passing period, grab by the bathroom really quick and say, Hey, please call Patricia. She's going to be covering for me today. And then she would handle that. And then I would do, you know, anything before and after school hours. It was a lot of hours. still. I was doing just as many hours as I was coaching, but now I now I was getting paid for it, you know, on the weekends and stuff. I was doing open houses and trying But you to... took your kids with you though, too. Sometimes, yeah. I yeah. actually I pinned Jimmy out pretty good a couple of times. I dressed him in the same suit as me instead of him at the front door and he was the greeter. And he was real little then. He was only like two. I was gonna be like, he was like a baby. I gave him like a line. I was like, he he'd open the door and he'd be like, You'll buy this house. <laughs> and he'd be like, This is not fair. You can't do this to us. So yeah, it was, it worked, but yeah, I mean that, and, and a good majority of, of, of my first um, few clients were family and then people that I work with at school. And, um, and I obviously like, I'm super, you know, fortunate to have had those people trust me to begin with because, you know, everybody knows a realtor, everybody has somebody in their family that does real estate and uh, they trusted me. And then the way that I knew that it worked out pretty good. In fact, Christy and Corey were the first house I ever saw. I was going to be like, I was just going to ask that. Weren't they the one that they just bought? Yeah. Well, and not just God. Yeah. The one that they're in currently was my yeah. second home that I sold. Uh, but yeah, so I was fortunate enough to have those folks roll the dice on me and they um, got to the closing table. And this is how I knew that I did a okay job. They're like, Hey, you, it actually, it, it actually wasn't that bad. So that's how I knew I was like, ah, I must've done, okay enough job well thanks <laughs> like, hey, you didn't suck so that's good uh so yeah we did, i will we, take it <laughs> i'll take it yeah exactly and um and then you know just like basically the pillar of our model now is they just referred and referred and referred and we just kept doing what we we're doing and then you know sprint what i did that for another two more years so it was three years total that i did it part-time you and did it that, for that long yeah and then that i mean that that's to where it was just like, it, it started turning into the whole coaching thing again, where it was like, I'm, I'm coming home, I'm seeing the kids, we're eating dinner, putting them to bed, and then I'm working till midnight, one in the morning to try to do a eight hour real estate day after bed. So then it was like, all right, got to make another change. So 
um, I, I, uh, I got to Christmas and I asked the, or I told the, the principal at the school, I said, Hey, I'm just letting you know, I'm, I'm going to be resigning at the end of this year and I'm going to go full time because it was, it got to the point where I was just having to put the e-brake on the business to go back to school every year. And I was like, Ugh. um, well, then on top of that, it wasn't just you working real estate and, um, a teacher, Shelly, his wife also was a teacher, a coach and does photography on the side. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's kind of slowed down on the photography because she actually now does two. She has two coaching gigs now. She does. A, she coaches at a private cheer gym in Plano where my daughter and my nieces are on her team as well. OK, is that the one that was just posted like they posted on uh, you guys posted on like Facebook? or Yeah, something? they do like competitive because the school district, McKinney ISD, even though they're not cheering in McKinney ISD, yet, they don't. Um, they don't compete. So if you want to compete, you have to go to like a private gym. They just do it at like school functions and stuff. Oh, okay. like when they get to middle school, they'll do. So she does the middle school cheer. They're they, amazing by the way. Yeah. They cheer at the, yeah, she's, she's the one with the talent, not me. Trust me. <laughs> um, they cheer at the middle school games. They cheer at the high school games. And mm-hmm. so we do all that, but they don't go to like competitions and stuff on the weekends. So oh, if okay. they want to do that, they got to go to a separate gym. And so she was like, well, I'm going to coach them then too. So she went and got that lined up. So, but yeah, back then she was doing, you know, yeah. photography plus the cheer plus, I mean, it was, we were, we passed each other in the night. That was mm-hmm. about it. And, um, and yeah, so that was, that was all she wrote. I, I resigned and um, it was scary. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a guaranteed $50,000 a year as a teacher for the rest of my life. And I rolled the dice and tossed it, but in that first year, it, it, it more than paid off. And uh, I haven't looked back since. So, yeah, I can tell uh, in the beginning, yeah, like you, I literally like, so I'd never ever have lost touch with any of the teachers administration, because I mean, I tell people all the time, McKinney's like the biggest small town in America. And it's like, we are, we fell in love with it back when it was 60,000 people. It's 200,000 people now, but I can't, I cannot leave the house without bumping into somebody that I know. And I, that's what I love because I grew up in this, you know, in a tiny town. So I love that small town feel, but we got everything. And now that the, you know, the population is really increasing. A lot of those people that I used to work with back in, you know, I mean, how long have I been out now? So it's golly, I don't even know, but a lot of those folks are now in upper level administration positions or they're department heads of their, you know, and it's just so cool to see those folks. I mean, like, you know, um, seeing coach Sean Pratt, who was the guy that hired me, he's the athletic director of the district and he's, he's on TV because he's, you know, spearheading the whatever $70 million stadium that we built and all that sort of stuff. It's just Wait, awesome. So is McKinney getting a set? Because I know Alan, when I was there, Alan did. So yeah. now it's, where are they putting the McKinney, McKinney one? Has, McKinney did one and we're, we, we, it, it was completed, I think two years ago. Where's yeah. that at? It's right off of Harden and it's like Harden and McKinney Ranch. So just oh. like when you're driving down 121, you can see it from the road. It's, oh, it's wow. unbelievable. And so we all, we were in like direct competition with Allen. It's on par with Allen Stadium. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. We get season tickets every year to McKinney North. So you have to get season tickets for high school games. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just got my renewal notice yesterday to, to renew my oh, season yeah. tickets for McKinney North Bulldogs 2021 season. That I think it's crazy. Me. I'm sorry. I think it's crazy how big the football like stadiums are here. 
it's almost like a, like a college stadium. I've driven past some places that are just unbelievable yeah. for the high school level. I think that's a Texas thing, right? Yeah, for sure. Once we get off of this call, you should Google it. Google the McKinney ISD Stadium. I didn't know they – like their, the Allen Stadium was just being done when I left yes. a long time ago. Um, There's one you. But, it's, I think it's Cy Fair has one that's really, really big too. Cy Fair, and then we all – there's one for the Katie ISC, but it's not as big as the Allen one. I don't think yeah. because I know the Allen one is bigger than the college, the, the college football team that I went to. Sure. Like the yeah, University no, the stadium. I played, like I said, in division two and I probably maybe played in three stadiums that were bigger. And yeah. One of them was the Metrodome where the Vikings played, you know I mean? So that's, it's definitely on par with any division one. Well, in fact, the division two national championship for football, they play it at the McKinney <laughs> stadium. They've done it for the last three years. That's so, crazy. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Google it when you get done here. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. And so, yeah. So for us to, you know, have personal relationships with people who are pulling those kind of decisions for a city, that's this awesome. I mean, I can only attest it to teaching and coaching. And so I, I've never, ever, um, you know, cut ties with any of those relationships that I have. They're, they're the best people in the world. And they're the ones that helped me, you know, get my, there was no like, Hey, uh, I'm mad because you're leaving. It was nothing but like, Oh my God, I can't tell me how I can help you out. And that's, that's awesome. People are just unbelievable. And, um, and that's, that's the only thing that's gotten us to where we are now. I mean, I don't do a ton of advertising. I don't, mm -mm. I, I, I just work off referral and I stay connected with, our community. We do a lot of community events. We do, uh, I'm in a, a 5013C nonprofit that supports the um, I, uh, McKinney ISD uh, teachers and, and um, low-income students. And, um, and then we just do a lot of like, you know, just kind of family fun events. We, we, uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here of the planning stage of our uh, charity cornhole tournament that we do every year. <clears throat> at Tups. We didn't do it last year because they shut it down for events. Uh, but um, now that we're back to normal, we, uh, we're, we're running and gun and we do it actually for, uh, that's the only charity that we support that's not local. It's called Folds of Honor. Um, it's a, it's a national charity and they, uh, they actually offer scholarships to gold star families, uh, the guys that don't make it back from overseas. Uh, that's their, amazing. Yeah. To their students. So like the last or to their, their, uh, their kids. Yeah. Um, so the last check that we wrote to them for the last one that we did was, uh, I mean, just one day of drinking beer and eating barbecue and playing cornhole. We, we, I think we wrote a check to them for like 5,800 bucks. So it was wow. pretty cool. And everybody has fun. I mean, we got a band, we got vendors out there, we got food trucks and beer, beer at tops. And we end up actually the guy that uh, makes all the boards for the tournament, um, he donates them to us and he, I mean, they're unbelievable. He makes them, um, he makes two sets for each service branch and they're a different. Oh, I just got the chills. Yeah. They're different, like it's, I mean, they're unbelievable. These things that he does. They, they, I wish I could show you on screen. Yeah. Like they are so intricate, so detailed. Basically any picture that you could print from your computer, you can give to him in a JPEG form and he can put it on a board. And That's then awesome. he gives it to us. And then after, as the tournament wears on and the, you know, the pool gets smaller and smaller and we don't need to use as many of the boards, then we auction them off in the middle of the tournament. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of Marine guys that come. So the Marine boards always end up going for a lot. And, yeah. uh, but 
it's, I mean, everybody knows it's all going to your cause. And we do it. We, we get, we get a ton of donations from all the local businesses and we have a lot of raffle items. And with the ticket, you get uh, a beer for each player and, uh, and, uh, and lunch. Are you doing it this summer or this fall? Or I think what we're going to do is we're going to aim because the one thing we did learn is because we did it in, <laughs> I think the second week of August of last year oh. or two years ago. Yeah, and Tufts is not air conditioned. It's just in a big warehouse, so it was hot. I mean, <laughs> I I remember like going home and being like after a few Tufts beers and right. standing in a hundred degree warehouse all day long. I was like, hit me in the pool as fast as I can. So I think what we're gonna aim to do is I think we're gonna try to make it our fall event this year. We oh. usually try to do like a family event and then like kind of an adult event for each of our uh, you know client bases. And so we're going to pair that with our pumpkin patch that we do every fall. Oh, that'd um, be cool. Family. Yeah. We do a, a, a pumpkin patch event up in um, at Preston trail farms in Gunner. <clears throat> so that's like one to bring the, the kids to, and then yeah. they can go throw bags at, uh, at Tups. You need and, to let me know when that is. Yeah. For, for the, for, for date day. So. Yeah. I mean, I'll just come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you can come. Yeah, but I'm there are the kids over there. <laughs> put it out to our network. We say, you know, hey, look, this is this is our family event this month, and this is our our mom and dad event this month. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's that's what we do, and then obviously we just I've, I've told everybody for I don't know how long, as long as I've been in business, I just do it the way that I want it done for me. So you know, constant communication and, you know, hundred percent honesty, whether it's good or bad. And, and then and you uh, are good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then just, you know, the service level that I would want, you know, I mean, I don't, I do, I, I have a Rolodex of a thousand vendors and I don't, I don't send out one vendor that I haven't used personally. Um, and the minute I get a complaint about one of them from one of my clients, they get crossed off the list. It's just, mm -hmm. You know, so we just and that's true. You even you have one of your good friends is one. I don't know if he's still doing all the built-ins and stuff with us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's and he's he's fantastic. He's actually become a full full-time home builder now. So. Oh, he has. Yeah. Yeah. He started out as a general contractor, and he just got. I know he did all that work for your house and stuff. Him and his wife yeah, are so really nice. A, a home builder. So I mean, I'm actually selling a neighborhood up in Leonard, and he's building. He's on house number three up there right now. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations yeah. to him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for like um, telling us your whole story. And I feel like it's very relatable to a lot of agents and agents that are wanting to get on and are too scared or not sure how to do it. So yeah, thank no, you. It's like, I tell everybody, if I can do it, anybody can do it. It's, not easy. it's definitely not easy. And that's what I think a lot of agents get into it and they think, ah, you know, I'm just going to stick a sign in the yard and sell a house. And uh, especially in the market that we're in right now, I mean, I have, you know, the, I always say, I mean, this is the second cycles of this upswing of mm -hmm. a stream sellers market that I've been in since I've been um, in this career in DFW. And I always say it's like the, they're, the, 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 they come out of the woodworks. Every, every cousin, every, uh, you know, aunt, you know, every doctor's wife that, you know, has her license or whatever. Just oh, yeah. Stay at home moms. Yeah. The, the ones that don't do it for a full-time career all of a sudden come back when a market like this happens and mm -hmm. the, those of us that are in it, like, you know, full time, we actually don't like this market because 
you know, I always tell folks I can sell in any market because I price correctly. So it doesn't matter if it's down market or an up market, whatever. I will be able to sell your house no matter mm-hmm. what. Your house sells itself. We just have to price it and market it correctly. For sure. And we, we've got a system for that, that that works perfectly. But in this market for buyers, it's just it's not fun at all. And um, and then no. to, couple it with, to couple it with inexperienced agents that don't necessarily know what they're doing. They're just it, in it for the bank it puts a ton of stress on everybody that's involved. And that's, you know, I tell everybody all the time, all my clients, I'm like, selling your house sucks. It sucks. <laughs> and, and my job is to make it suck the least. So yep. and that's, I think that's what we, why we've been able to, you know, be as successful as we are is because we do, we try to like, I tell people it's like roller coaster. I just try to make those humps like real small, you know, yep. like, so you're not going and then falling off the ledge and, you know, that's when it gets so stressful that you don't ever want to do it again. And I don't want that to ever be, you know, a good majority of my clients are repeat customers. They come I was back. Gonna say, then they'll come back if it's not yeah. as. Yeah, yeah. It's time to, yeah, exactly. And so when we have folks that are not experienced and I mean, every message room, every Facebook, you know, group that I'm in, everybody's complaining about the same thing. It's the part-timers that are back that don't know what they're doing or they're too distracted with their regular jobs to, to do a yeah. good enough that's that's where it's at right now and, and it's not fun um so it, a lot of folks think it's just it's it, it's kind of a business that runs itself and it's not i mean you have to it's 24 hours a day seven days a week you know i'd like you know i was just up in chicago yeah. for five days but i we were <laughs> my wife was laughing at me we were on the navy pier boat tour of the skyline of chicago and i wrote an offer <laughs> sitting there we're sitting there cruising the skyline of downtown chicago and i got a laptop on my lap and i typed out an offer and i think we're gonna get it accepted today so that's good i mean in this market you have to when you have an offer you got to send it in because there's going to be 30 other offers coming in yeah and i mean that's and that's kind of stuff that i don't know necessarily you can do if you're you know if you're uh, an, an rn that's attending to patients you know yeah. it's, it's, it's not think. something that you can do or even what like i was that would be scary I was teaching five periods a day, but yeah. thankfully I had a backup plan where if, you know, I, yeah, had, for sure, sure. I had somebody that could do it for me that was just as experienced. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always tell folks, the newbies that come in, I'm like, you're, you're best to be aligned with a team or a partner that's done it, you know, every way that it can be done and just copy everything that they do until you can get doing it on you, until you get enough experience to where you're experienced enough to be confident to do it on your own. So. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my two cents to hopefully. I make think that it. is um, great advice. Yeah, not to be in the twenty uh, percent, <laughs> or sorry, the eighty percent that that doesn't sell. That don't, know? yeah. The eighty twenty rule. I think it's actually closer to like ninety five five around here. I think yeah. it is down here too. Someone was saying that last time. Yeah, yeah. They think the the D Magazine Gala. I didn't go this year, but it was uh, two years ago. They rattled off a stat that there's like thirty six thousand agents plus in dfw and they said that all the agents that were in the room the ones that won the d magazine award represented like one percent of agents in dfw but we did like i think he said it was some just stupid figure like 92 percent of the business or something of all all the agents in that's DFW. crazy just it's, it's mind-blowing i mean there's plenty of business out there it's just you just have to do it right you got to exactly. do it right well, thank you for like all your advice and your story. I think it's going to be great for people who are beginning or, you know, not sure what to do with like being part-time or full-time. So thank you for being on the show again, Matt. Um, yeah. Um, 
I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian Inspection. See you guys next time. See you later.